Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. More food, water, and troops poured into Haiti today. The number of U.S. forces there is expected to top 12,000. Haiti's President René Preval talked today about the need for long-term development assistance, not just emergency aid, and governments worldwide responded with enormous pledges of money and manpower. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Progressive Insurance, helping people shop for car insurance at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. And by Constant Contact, dedicated to helping small businesses and nonprofits build strong customer relationships with email marketing, online surveys, and event marketing. ConstantContact.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Tess Vigland in for Kai Rizdahl. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. It is the 18th day of January. More than 2,000 U.S. Marines were set to arrive in Haiti today to help distribute aid and provide security after last week's massive earthquake. Latest estimates put the death toll at more than 100,000 people. Former President Bill Clinton visited the island today. He and former President George W. Bush are leading fundraising efforts here in the U.S., more than 30 countries now have rescue operations underway in Haiti. And today, the European Union pledged some $600 million in aid. From London, Marketplace's Stephen Beard reports. The EU today promised Haiti more than $180 million in emergency aid. That's new money for water, food, blankets, medicine and other vital supplies. And the EU's gone further, reallocating longer-term aid to Haiti. $450 million, some of it previously earmarked to help other Caribbean countries, will now be funneled into rebuilding and developing Haiti. Lutz Gullner is the EU spokesman on foreign affairs. He says in this crisis at least, money is no longer a problem. There is a lot of money has been pledged, but the problem is now a different one. It's the logistics, is how can we get the water food, the hospitals, the medicaments, how can we deliver them actually on the ground? The aid agencies agree that delivering supplies is the first priority, but they warn that promises of longer-term aid often evaporate as the humanitarian crisis subsides. In London, this is Stephen Beard for Marketplace. Charities say they've been flooded with donations for Haitian rescue efforts. For most people, giving money is the only way to help. But some tech-savvy folks have found another way to give. Brett Neely has that story. Programmers and software developers filled the offices of Washington Sunlight Foundation this weekend. There's pizza and soda everywhere, but this is no ordinary hackathon. These programmers are here for Crisis Camp. It's an ad hoc assembly of technology types eager to help out Haiti. Everyone has a laptop and is deep in concentration. I've never heard 137 people in one small space be so quiet. Clay Johnson works at the Sunlight Foundation and is one of Crisis Camp's organizers. They're developing online tools to help Haitians and aid workers. One group is writing the world's first Creole English translation program. 
Others are creating a unified missing persons database and updating maps based on the latest satellite images. Lynette Hammond works as an IT project manager at a local university. We're the uh, we have we want team and we're working on creating a Craigslist style classified to match people, NGOs in the field with donations of goods and things like that. Other crisis camps sprung up across the country and in London this weekend. Clay Johnson says the tech community's strong response is no surprise. There's a myth that developers are people who sit in their underwear, you know, in their basements and play World of Warcraft. That is not the case. These are people who are, you know, socially responsible and engaged and want to help the world. For some crisis campers, it's personal. Luc Castaire was born and raised in Port-au-Prince and now works as a programmer in Washington. Crisis camp is one way he can lend a hand to his family and friends still in Haiti. I'm helping the language team with translations and I'm also helping the geolocation team identify places um, that people are mentioning on Twitter because sometimes they don't have a way to know where that's located. Another crisis camp project tracks what governments and nonprofits have done so far. Organizer Clay Johnson says the goal is to create more transparency and accountability so Haitians have the tools to challenge corruption. If technology